Listen up, baby. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. We've talked about them a lot, but that's because they're amazing. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. You go to MacWeldon.com and you're like, wow, this is one hell of a fine online store. And that's because it is. It's not just one hell of an online store. It's one hell of a product. If, whether you're going to buy the underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, or sweatpants, they're going to be the most comfortable you've ever worn. They have a new line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. And they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like the first pair you buy, keep it. And they're still going to refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. They're good for working out, going to work, going on dates, podcasting, everyday life, sitting on the couch watching television, standing and watching television, treadmill desks. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code REBOUND, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, 20% off using promo code REBOUND. Do it. Do it's all it! Right. It's all are, uh, are, are standing desks or uh, treadmill desks still still a thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, Susan Orlean and Glenn Fleischman use them, so that counts. I sure. I currently don't use a treadmill desk. Oh, I, Lex, stand Lex. <laughs> I stand all day. I stand. I'm on the you. phone all day. That's what you I want to know. All day though. I see. Even standing all day is not that great for you. I'm on. A, I I stand all day. <laughs> You're mixed. You're supposed to you know move around. I occasionally sit. Like I, I, I don't have a. I no longer use a height adjustable desk. So my computer is up on a built-in desk. So at a very high height because I'm a tall person, almost more in level tall. But then when I want to sit, I don't lower it because I, I work on the iMac all day. I'm standing here at the iMac right now. When I work, I switch to the iPad Pro or the laptop. So it's like I've got to shift context because not everything is exactly the same, and that yeah. helps me motivate myself to stand up again sooner so that I can get back to where everything is. If you know what I mean. <laughs> It's been a hard day's night. I so I have I have uh, I have two desks. I have a sitting desk and a standing desk. That's basically what I do. And I have and, two desks um, as well. I Dual um, and then I also I also have a couch. Mm. So tell me more about so the couch. I shift between three three positions. I, I sit, I stand, and I lie down. <laughs> wow, I do not do the Which lying nice. down work. I Never rarely have. do the lying down thing unless it's like one of those like quasi sick days where it's like oh, I just feel crappy, and I mean yeah. I'm still going to do some That's work, usually... but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lie on the couch today. Right. That's usually when I when I do that. However, sometimes you just like like a nice lie down. That's true. Who doesn't? It's true. Yeah. It's not a man, woman, child alive who doesn't like a nice lie down. <laughs> so, uh, busy week, huh? <laughs> Lots of stuff happened in the tech space. Dan, why don't you start? <laughs> Actually, I saw a report this morning that I thought was interesting. Did you see the, I think I saw it on our, our good old friends at Macworld, um, yep. about the, uh, is it possible that the iPhone will go to a every, not every three other, years. but every three? I don't think that's quite how that works. But, like, essentially, they're claiming... The, the 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 impetus of this story is the iPhone Seven is going to be like a smaller upgrade because really what is there left to do and the major upgrade won't come until next year, uh, which does line up with some stuff that's been rumored a lot over the last year. Too. I mean, like the leaks of the external case, it's not that different looking, right? Like they move the antenna lines, but the the form factor is not hugely changed. It looks like if those leaks are correct, and there's a not a lot of buzz about you know, certain, any major features getting added, but I have heard stuff about like, you know, maybe they'll change the display next year. Maybe they'll add waterproofing next year. Um, so are we, are we at an inflection point where it's like, there's, there's not much to add or there's a couple pieces to unpack there. Cause one, I would say they could keep making iPhones that look 
very, very similar, even with lots of under the hood upgrades, right? Like that is the Mac approach for the most part, especially the Mac laptop approach, right? For years and years, right. it'll be the same basic case, although they might do some significant upgrades under the hood. You know what I mean? It's not the, yeah. it's not yeah, the Mac sure. Weldon approach, though. Not the Mac Weldon approach. So I'm no, saying so they're constantly churning out fabulous underwear. <laughs> so my point <laughs> was only that they could be doing some significant updates without changing the case of the phone i would be surprised if they said hey we're gonna make this another minor update year because it's just they can print so much money for themselves if they do a a noteworthy or a noter worthy a noteworthy or update they can just it's so much money i don't see why they wouldn't unless they just have nothing I was, eh, we're out <laughs> yeah we're done i mean would you be disappointed if it were not a major upgrade this fall i mean i know you no, guys, i'm not gonna buy it anyway i know that's the thing is like you so john's on his se track you yeah, are I'm happy. not getting that either. Lex well, is happy I don't think with what I'm he's got. That. I mean, unless, like, if it was something amazing, I might get it, but it doesn't seem like it's I feel like maybe so. I'm the sucker who signed up for the iPhone upgrade plan this year, and it's like, eh, yeah, maybe I don't want the iPhone. <laughs> Granted, I don't really lose anything, right? I just keep paying right. the installment plan right, until I paid it thing. off. So, you know, it's not yeah. like I'm losing money, but maybe maybe that wasn't as beneficial. Yeah, that's why well, they launched it. <laughs> sorry, Here's no, a way to get those suckers in. Subscription, them in subscription services, guys. People love it. Uh-huh. People love that recurring income. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, you know, my wife and my kid are both in it, um, so they'll probably get the new phones. Oh, they're in it. Yeah, they're in it to win it. Yeah, that sounds like what they would be. And then, and by winning it, I mean, you know, using my money to buy. It does phones. seem. It does seem like there's less stuff. <laughs> not, not hers. It's actually mostly hers. I just want to <laughs> confirm, like her income doesn't count for this. Okay. <laughs> It does seem like there's less low-hanging fruit for the phone, right? Like, I mean... I feel like we've said that almost every year, though. Like, until the rumors start coming. Because the nice thing is they've got however many hundreds of people on payroll whose job it is to think about what are some really creative things we could add to this phone. Is that a job I can have? Can they just pay me to sit around and think about things all day? I'm in on that. Yeah, it's a a great job. Um, The problem is you get paid per idea. Um, and they started taking back the iCloud money guy. Like, they, there's a clawback. The guy who came with iCloud, they're like, no, that didn't work so well. If your ideas but, aren't good, they punch you in the stomach, though. So it's yeah. really, you got you to gotta be careful about what you throw out there. But, like, to me, we're at the stage now where anything that's really significant will have to feel, um, uh, some developers say when you use this adjective, but it would have to feel magical and not stupid, which is a pretty tough twofer. Like, to me, Dan, you and I, and I think we talked about this just a couple weeks ago, but you and I once wrote about some article on Macworld that well, we had read about it, and we wrote about it on Macworld, where they could make um, not just haptic feedback, but genu- genuine sensations of different feelings on a touchscreen, where, like, you right. could feel the contours of individual keys, or you could feel, like, water or sand, just with different static bursting that they could do. Like, something like that. Or, you know, the, the traditional sci-fi movie, where there's 3D shit hovering over your screen. Or you can roll <laughs> Holograms, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like that's it's gonna have to be the magic stuff, right? Like, hey, it's I, I'll bet you ten bucks the new iPhone is faster than the old one and has a slightly better camera. But like, outside of that, like, what are they gonna do? Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, it went, well, even when we get to the success, the success isn't is a great phone. I like my success a lot. Uh, is it a huge jump from the six? Nope. Mm, not really. Uh yeah, I don't know. So Touch ID is way faster though. I mean, hey, that is that is not a bad feature. I'm all aboard on that one, but is it worth the price of the upgrade? No, absolutely not. Like I, I if that were, you know, if I were making that decision again today, I probably wouldn't buy if I was like, you know, in a in a an average consumer, Joe right. consumer, walking down the street. <laughs> Hey, I'm Joe Consumer. Hey. Here I am, walking down Joe the street. Joe Consumer here. Should I buy a new phone or what? I'm going to tune into the rebound to find out the answer. 
Well, uh, Mac Weldon's uh, good old Joe, Joe, Joe consumer. Yeah, that guy's great. Okay. What are we doing? I don't even know what we're doing. I think Joe's now talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> Joe seems confused. Uh, this week's episode of Rebound brought to you by Joe Consumer. <laughs> But no, I, I think you're right, though, that if it, it wouldn't shock me if the next iPhone, the 7, is like the S version of the 6S, right? That's not impossible, that it would just be another more minor upgrade. But I don't think it makes any sense. Like, if they got anything, they got to pack it in there and put it out, is my feeling. Like, it's just business-wise, it makes sense to say you should want to upgrade. If, if, they don't, if they feel like they have nothing to update, you know, to motivate a big update, then I get it. But if they've got anything, then they got to do it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a fa- I mean, it's not free money because they have to pay salaries and do R and D and all those things. But like, if they release a major phone, it gets major buying, and that's what they like, right? Yeah, and so now there's also a, cor- a quote unquote corroborating uh, report from Nikkei saying that the 2017 will have like a better tactile uh, feedback engine type thing, which kind of not probably not as good as what you were talking about, like coming right. back to that rumor, but you know, possibly something more in line with like what's on the watch. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, yeah, it seems odd. Wow. And they're calling it, this is fascinating because I don't know if this is just Mac rumors calling it or someone else, but they're calling it the iPhone 8. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Have we, like, maybe this year will be like the 6S. Well, yeah. Oh, that's what do you the, even put it? What do you even put it at? 6SE? Mm hmm. Uh, no. no. Yeah, seriously confused. You can't do that. <laughs> Six S, two S's. You just put two S's after yes. six SS. Maybe they'll call the new one success, like it's the iPhone success. <laughs> that sounds right. That's probably. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Why it's not? already the success. No, this is the success. It's different. <laughs> sucks less. Sucks less. <laughs> iPhone sucks less. Uh, God, it's just hard to say, guys. The iPhone sucks less. I would buy that. I would absolutely buy an iPhone if it was called the iPhone sucks less. <laughs> All right. What if they bump? What if they no, bump the? Sucks uh, less. Look. What if they bump the storage tiers? How about that? Ooh. Oh yeah, that's the other rumor, right? I'm just I mean, I'm just scrolling through Mac rumors as we talk here. But I don't, <laughs> this is not. Yeah, right, right. We read Mac rumors to you <laughs> as a service. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, uh, they have to, right? One day, Apple will release iPhones that have new storage tiers. That day is inevitable. It's just how long are they going to wait? Well, yeah, they got to do it tiers? sometime. Yeah, someday we like the, the cheapest one starts at a terabyte, and then the more expensive ones go down in storage. <laughs> we decide to put this whole thing on its head, suckers. Chew on this. We're disrupting storage. The gold, you know, the gold we made these smartphones out of does not allow us to have as much storage in there. So you get the fancy like gold iPhone, but now one thing that feels this is now I haven't read this anywhere, so this is just me being crazy. By which I mean soon to be proven wrong. One thing that feels within the new Apple we like having subscription businesses pipeline is, hey, buy this new phone and we'll include a year of the whatever the second tier is, like the fifty gigabyte iCloud package, mm. so that you'll never get that stupid. Mm. Hey, your iPhone's full. You can't back your iCloud storage <sighs> just, is full. Yeah. You can't back anything. Just, message give, again. just give the cheaper storage to everybody. Just give them free storage for at least the size of their phone. That's what right. I like. Yeah, that's right. Uh, like that. That feels possible. Something yeah, in that they could space. do that. They're not. They, there's no way they're making so much money off the like additional iCloud storage plans that that is going to hit their bottom line. Look at the services division. It makes money, but like the goodwill that they get out of that is going to be so much better than any money that they get. Oh, absolutely. People. Yeah. yeah. It's, and and frankly, I mean, Eddie Q wears flip flops. So (laughs) to um, basketball games, (laughs) to basketball games. So it's not like he's out buying expensive shoes. You know what Eddie Q also probably does though? 
my guess is if he's anything like, you know, other American men and women, he loves some fine cooked meats. And, you know, Father's Day is coming up, as you guys may know. And if dad loves to grill but hates the hassle and poor quality at the grocery store, well, guess what? We have the perfect Father's Day gift. I want to tell you about Omaha Steaks, brand new advertiser to the rebound. Omaha Steaks and how this Father's Day, for only $49.99, you can get my limited time Father's Day package when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter rebound in the search bar to apply the savings. So Omaha Steaks offers everything any meat-loving person could want for their grilling needs. All the best cuts of beef, bison from the Golden Plains, seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, even vegetables, and they'll give you the options to customize cuts for dad or from whoever you're buying it for. Uh, so, John, you and I each received a giant package of Omaha Steaks. What have you had so far? I um, Almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite done with it, but um, I, uh, I did manage to um, cut a great swath through it um so i grilled myself up plenty of those the delicious steaks and they they do so cooked them on the grill like four minutes aside and they came out just looking like the like a stock photo i mean just perfect i mean it was one of those things where it was like you cut it open and it was just like beautifully pink all the way through so um that was uh kind of a (laughs) you know i'm not i'm i'm not i'm an okay cook (laughs) But often I cook things and they don't turn out as well as they should. I, so the box comes not... to the door, right? And it's it's a yeah. vacuum sealed box. It's got the freezer stuff in there. You can it's dry ice, or whatever dry it ice, is. Yeah. And so they, you take things out even when it's still wrapped up. And you're like, oh my god, this looks incredible. Like even the frozen like packaged. You know, you've got to thaw this if you want to eat it. Situation looks yeah. incredible. So why Omaha steaks? Highest quality cuts, one of a kind flavor. It's convenient. All the beef is uh, USDA inspected for quality and exceeds standards. It's a Aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts. Hand-trimmed, vacuum-sealed, online support with recipes, wine pairings, and so much more. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited-time offer to our listeners for Father's Day. This is really an amazing deal, and it it truly is. If you look at the prices, you'll see, wow, that's an amazing deal. You get 80% off Omaha Steaks' Father's Day package, which includes two tender mild filet mignons, two bold beefy top sirloins, four crispy chicken fried steaks, four juicy boneless pork chops, four all-beef Omaha Steak burgers, four award-winning gourmet jumbo franks, gourmet jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all-beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries, a pound, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steak season packet plus get four additional burgers for free get that entire load of meat imagine what the price should be about a billion dollars get this limited time package for only 49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com type rebound in the search bar and add the father's day package to your cart so one more time since it's a little bit you know different from normal go to omahasteaks.com type rebound in the search bar Find the Father's Day package, add it to your cart, then get it, grab your dad, fire up the grill, have the best Father's Day ever. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. This is not going to be, this is not Mac Weldon around forever. This is short term. You want to get this Father's Day deal, do it now at OmahaSteaks.com. Thanks to Omaha Steaks. It is a crazy amount of meat for 49 bucks. Unbelievable. No Um, joke. Hank really liked the chicken fried steak and we had it one (sighs) night. And then the next night he said, um, can we have some more of that podcast meat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I said no. I said no. Lex Friedman is podcast meat. This is yeah. Omaha Steaks. <laughs> yeah, Lex Friedman is podcast meat. Let's not talk about that though. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah, the steak fries. The steak fries were really good too. Oh my god, the fries! It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, really good. I was a hero because you know I I brought some stuff over to my friend's house and I was uh, and we actually had some on Memorial Day. I was the hero. They like they could not believe the amount of meat I had available. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been a problem that's followed me my entire life. I, I, yes, that that seems like a real issue. I'm sorry that you've suffered from that. Thank you. 
Uh, so what else is going on in the tech world, gentlemen? We're all not buying the new iPhone, except for Moltz. You know he will. <laughs> my my uh, my kid my kid will get the new right. phone. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. He's getting the new phones now. I'm not getting new phones. <laughs> you guys, uh, you liking the new iTunes? I, it's better. Yeah, I think it's slightly. Yeah. I think it's slightly better. Yeah. Um, however, yeah. it's still you know, it's still a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand. I don't know. I. I don't think I've ever seen before a pop-up menu that you select more than one thing from. Oh, which one? The um, the what is it? The so source? the sort the sort of navigation menu now. Um, you have to select between, I think, which library you're looking through, and um, um, and then like what you're looking at. So like movies. Oh, I TV think that shows. must be because you're using multiple uh, multiple libraries. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so if you have multiple libraries, uh, yeah, if you have multiple libraries available to you in in your like on your Wi-Fi or whatever, um, so because like, it's really it's basically a top level menu, right? It really should be under like yeah, file, well, edit, song, view, like it should be its own menu because that's mm-hmm. what it's behaving like. Because that you do the multiple selection things all the time, but they couldn't put it there because nobody would know to look for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the, it used to be in the side; it used to all be in the sidebar. Yeah, um, and then they now it's in a it's on a. Yeah, I I mean <laughs> it it basically temporarily alleviates the need to just burn iTunes to the ground. Uh, yeah. but I you know, I it's hard to deny that's where it's going, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to burn like I mean, it works better on the phone, right? I mean, it works better on iOS because it's it's a separate each thing lives some, in some of that like well, the, the, iTunes the store exist. stuff is separate. iTunes as a concept does not really exist on the phone, right? As an app, you have a music app, you have a videos app, you have an iTunes store app. Like they didn't. Yeah, you're exactly what you're saying. They didn't try to cram everything right. into one and reproduce that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I think they should. I think Apple Music should be probably a separate thing as well. Yeah, instead I tend of to agree in the music that. app, um, but. I don't know. I don't know that they're going to do that just because they right. I think Apple decided to go all in on the your. It should. It's one place your music, right? Your music yeah. and your Apple Music are all combined, and some people like it, and everybody else, you know, will use one of the twelve competitors that are all exactly the same. Yeah, right. I mean, there's 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 arguments as always for you know um, integration, right? Like having uh, baked in features, right? You know, we talk a lot about like the advantage of having a baked in feature. It's just there. You don't have to worry yep. about it. Siri's got that huge advantage compared to a lot of the third party, you know, voice assistants. And obviously Apple banks on that for Apple music and it, it worked to a certain degree for them. Uh, so that's my, my feeling on there. I do think they'll be reluctant to back off on that because I think that it works very well to draw in customers, uh, as someone who doesn't use Apple music. Yeah. It, I, it, it's annoying. Um, especially when it pops every once in a while, you bring up your phone and it like gives you that full page slat, splash screen to like join Apple yes. Music, and it's like, no, <laughs> I've I've told you no many times. Please stop showing up <laughs> at my door with pamphlets about why Apple Music is the savior. <laughs> Have you heard the good word? You know, guys, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I finally caved in and uh, I let Rhapsody bill me for a year at a time <gasps> instead of by month to month. So it drops my monthly rate from the ten dollars to eight dollars. Uh, but you have to pay for the year up front. But I was like, you know what? I don't think Apple Music. I don't think my Apple Music perspective is going to change over the next year. I'm, I'm willing to go all in. Wow! So I did it. Pulled the trigger. I think you can actually cancel it anytime, anyway, and they'll refund you the difference as if you were paying the ten dollars a month. So it's really a no lose proposition. Oh. But it still felt like a big decision. I'm not sure about that, but that, that's what they made it sound like. And I was like, forget, it. I'm just doing it. I did it. <laughs> I'm in there with Rhapsody. I'm in. I did it. Mm. Pulled the trigger. Yeah, you're making a terrible mistake, but okay. it's quite possible. <laughs> <laughs> 
you've made a huge mistake. I mean, I think it, it, for for me now, it's working pretty well. Um, I still have one Apple song that they, it keeps playing the live version instead of the studio version, which drives me berserk. But um, other than that, it's it's never deleted. It. Knock on wood, it's never deleted any of my music, and it syncs all my playlists correctly. Other than that one song, so yeah, you know, and it works on the Sonos. So, <sighs> well, <laughs> glad we solved I'm, that I'm, problem. <laughs> I'm getting milked for ten dollars a month. Is what I'm <laughs> I charge way less than that. <laughs> you have oh rough hands, god. though. Oh my god! Uh, moving on. Uh, somewhere, somewhere here is a rail that we could find our way back to. <laughs> Constantly talking about your meme. Uh, you guys looking forward to buying uh, lightning to headphone adapter dongles for your phone? There. <sighs> it Who is going to be a thing for me. Like I have always. I'll tell you why. I have always been. Uh, hesitant to go deep into the bluetooth headphone space like you know back when i reviewed hardware for MacWorld, sometimes we'd say i'd tell dan frank say i'm done with this speaker now i'm done with these headphones and we would tell the vendor and they'd be like just keep it so there was a time when there were like 50 speakers in this house uh because we couldn't sell them that would be disrespectful i would donate them to the kids schools or whatever eventually gave them all away but the headphones i was always like nope i don't want to keep them like for some reason i have a real objection to bluetooth headphones i even though it doesn't make true sense it felt to me like there's more to lose with bluetooth headphones in the in that very practical like losing things sense like because you have to keep the headphones and you have to keep whatever it is you charge them with um if they use any kind of separate charging thing and then like i had this fear yeah. of them being dead like a headphone that doesn't require power feels very low stress to me and a headphone that requires power does not like even yeah, the I uh, agree. The what do you call them? Like the noise canceling headphones. I have a pair of noise canceling headphones that I love that I use on airplanes. And if the battery dies, you just don't use the noise canceling and they're still headphones. It's like, you know, the uh, Mitch Hedberg joke about escalators that are broken. Yeah. Still stairs. <laughs> Sorry for the convenience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if it's a Bluetooth headphone that can die, then I'm just totally not into it. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm a little concerned. I think that the iPhone speaker is going to get a lot more use from people listening to podcasts who don't want to find Bluetooth so headphones. I just had an idea, and I wonder, I don't know if this is a, a novel idea or not, but so there's some rumor that in some of the versions, maybe the smart connector from the iPad would make it to the phone. What if you had headphones that connected via the smart connector? Because you can draw power that way. And you've got kind of like an easy connection cable, mm-hmm. and it provides the benefit. I have no idea if you could do audio output over that or not, but like it does some data transfer, right? Um, that would be, in my mind, that's even better than a lightning cable. But yeah, it's definitely more proprietary too. So I feel like that's that's also a is problem. That, that's a, is that a magnetic? Yeah, dealy whopper. So like yeah, so if you drop your phone or something, it would disconnect, which might be a benefit. I don't which know. Which might be better. Yeah, I mean, yeah depends on the circumstance but right. yeah i don't know i i just think about this because i was i was getting this debate we're thinking about um we're thinking about buying my uncle an ipad for his retirement present don't worry he's not listening to this podcast <laughs> doesn't have an ipad <laughs> and so one of the debates that came up was well we think he'd like a keyboard do you go with the pro and the smart keyboard or do you go with like you know an air 2 and like a bluetooth keyboard like the case i have uh and i think they each have their benefits one of the benefits of the smart keyboard is that it doesn't require a separate battery, like Lex is talking about. You don't have to worry about charging it. You don't have to worry about it running out, right? Like, and that's that's nice for somebody who is not a you know someone who uses technology a lot. And so, having to worry about only charging one thing as opposed to charging two things is actually a significant reduction in worrying about charging things. Uh, <laughs> that said, I have this Bluetooth keyboard. I have a pair of Bluetooth headphones. The number of times I need to recharge them, it's amazing how long the batteries on those things last for my in, oh, in my yeah. experience. Like my Bluetooth headphones, yeah. 
I always worry. I'm going to like take them to the gym. Today's going to be the day that they're dead. And I can't like, just have to like stare at the stupid TVs. Uh, and it's never happened. I've never had them run out of charge. Interesting. I mean, I, right. I, I, throw, I plug them in every once in a while, but they just use like a mini or a micro USB plug. So like, it's pretty easy, you know, to just plug them in with, I have, have 80,000 micro USB cables right. lying everywhere. Which yeah, is why everything my office you buy comes with a micro USB cable. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not that bad. I feel like they've made some improvements. That said, I think they could stand to make some more. I don't think my Bluetooth headphones are particularly great sound quality, nor are they particularly loud, but they were also like 20 bucks. So, you know, <laughs> 20 bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, That's I think pretty... I got them on a sale too. They're pretty, they're fine. Okay. They're, they're, they're like, they they work great for what I use them for, which is taking them to the gym, and that's pretty much it. The wire cutters recommended Bluetooth stereo headphones are the Job Remove, which are less than seventy dollars. Just so you know. Hmm. But like, I, I was think thinking, a, geez, do I have to get new? some Bluetooth headphones now? I don't know that it's that new a pick. It's 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 been their okay. pick. Um, they last updated this article on May 10th, but I think Job Remove was already in the first place. Um, but I was thinking, geez, I, do I have to get some Bluetooth headphones before this happens? But no, I don't have to buy the new things that come out right away that don't have headphones, <laughs> headphone jacks. So I'm fine. I'm covered for a while. Don't you guys stop stressing me out. Um, no. Really quick, before we talk more about technology, because you know, you know how we love tech, we have one more uh, advertiser supporting the show today. Harry's shaving set would be another great gift for dad on Father's Day. It looks cool. It feels special. And it's something that dad will actually use, unless your dad is a giant beardo. Uh, dads can be impossible <laughs> to shop for. You don't want to get another tie or a pair of socks he's never going to wear. But you also don't want to get something really practical that doesn't feel special enough to be a gift. But Harry's has got you covered. While supplies last, Harry's is offering a special limited edition shave set for Father's Day. Get one for dad. Get one for yourself, too. They sent this to all three of us. And it's actually a pretty nice looking shave set. It comes in a very fancy box. Has a little stand for the razor. Uh, really, it's, it's cool stuff. So I, I did shave my entire face with Harry's today. I used the Father's Day kit because I knew that I had this coming up. Including the uh, eyebrows. That's right. The the weighted matte black razor handle on the Father's Day razor is pretty sweet. And the engraved razor stand is pretty cool. Like, you check it out. There's actually a little engraving on the razor stand that they put in that box. It's it's pretty neat. Yeah. It, it comes in a beautiful box. doesn't even need to be wrapped. You can just present the box that comes in the mail from Harry's. And it looks like you've put a lot of thought into this. And you have. You had to listen to this podcast. The limited edition Father's Day shave set includes a matte black razor handle, a chrome razor stand, Harry's moisturizing foaming shave gel, three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and a travel cover all for just $40. Plus, it comes in a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and a personalized card. Harry's also offers shaving sets at different price points starting at just $15. Get one for yourself. It's a great shave at a fair price. And it's easy to order. So... Go to harrys.com right now and redeem a special offer for fans of this show. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code REBOUND. Don't wait. Free shipping for Father's Day ends on Friday, June 3rd, so act now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter the code REBOUND, R-E-B-O-U-N-D, at checkout to get $5 off. Get to add something he'll actually use this Father's Day. All right, so check it out. If you've never bought Harry's, now's the time to get one of those Father's Day kits for yourself, one for your dad. It's pretty great. Very, very impressive stuff. Much better than the uh, dime store <laughs> razors. Yeah. Much better than the razors at the uh, at the it local drugstore. Smells like a million bucks. It does. It does. I used a lot of that shave cream today, actually, because I was I was pretty beardy and I was worried it was going to hurt. Loaded up on the shave cream. Shave didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Uh, I've eaten at least half that can of shave cream. And <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Don't do that. Sorry, don't do that. It's a Florax and a dessert topping. <laughs> it's great on ice cream. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a I'm a beardo. Sorry, guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I do need you do need you need to need that from time to time, but I don't. Absolutely. It doesn't get quite the workout that, that Lex's whole face shaving routine does, and I, I always wonder yeah. when you say that because I worry about your eyebrows. You're not a neck beard, though, though, right? No, so. no. Jeez, thank yeah, jeez, you. Jeez, jeez, John. I mean, I, I, am, <laughs> right. I am editing a Linux cron tab as we sit here, but <laughs> that's not a joke. I actually was doing. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah, really. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. I, I was whistling with one ear and oh. being a neckbeard with the Usually other. Usually during the podcast, Dan just wanders off. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, I doing? Oh, I was podcasting. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's just a pleasing little buzz to have in the background. <laughs> do you, do, what, what are those voices in my head? What uh, do you use the stock terminal app or do you use a, a third party? Terminal I app? use a stock terminal app on my Mac. I use Prompt on iOS because Prompt is awesome. Prompt is awesome from the fine folks at Panic. Yeah, I, there are very few Panic apps that you could point to that I wouldn't say are awesome. Yeah. If any, are there any? Speaking of Panic apps, uh, over the weekend I had uh, the opportunity to play the incident, a Panic mm, Corollary. Um, Good game. By, partly by our good friend Nevin Mergen um, on the Apple TV. How'd you feel about that? It was great. It was really good. I mean, I mean, I actually think it was more. Fun you tweeted than on about the that phone. in one other it's game. It's quite right? fun on the phone, but I think it was even better on the Apple TV with the with the um, what, what the, the I have the remote the. Game He's the Apple remote. I have the game the, controller. The Siri remote. Oh, you have the game controller. Yeah, yeah. So it was particularly good with the game controller. Can you play it with anything? You can, can play it with the Apple remote. Yes. Yeah, um, but not with a phone. Oh, I didn't try that. I don't know. I did not try that, so I don't know the answer to that question. And we did not; we had not gotten to play um, multiplayer. We didn't do multiplayer yet, but um, we, Hank and I both took took turns playing single player and had a pretty good time doing so. So, and then we had then we had a Chillaxian battle. <laughs> I don't know Chillaxian. It's it's you know like Galaga, like uh, ah, okay. it's a it's a reminiscent of of that game, but of course, which is a game that I love from way back from when it was brand new and was it also good on the apple tv it's, yes i think it's quite good on the apple tv yeah. interesting yeah so two of my so i you know i mean and i had not used the apple tv for gaming in quite some time but over the holiday weekend um it was raining on saturday like crazy so we were inside and played quite a bit of that got my money's worth i feel like now nice yeah. Did we lose Morin, or is he just stunned? He's why he wandered off. Like you guys started talking about Apple TV games I haven't played, and I was like, yeah, "That sounds good." <laughs> Time to edit my cron tab again. That's cool. I'm like, as you know, I don't have the latest Apple TV. I can't do that. Yeah. So. But it's, it's, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. My kids have been playing a decent amount of uh, retro NES games on the Wii. Oh, nice. That's cool. Oh. Uh, big oh, fans yeah, of Big Sight. Are they that. good at right. them? Because I, I was terrible at those games as a kid, and I don't know, are today's kids better? Like, are they just better than us in every way, I guess is my question. <laughs> Uh, my kids are better than you in every way, but um, <laughs> fair. Uh, fair. on the on Excite Bike, they're not. What terrible. about a Linux Grunt? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, oh, thanks, John. Yeah. Um, on Excite Bike, they're not terrible. On on like the original Mario and on Super Mario Brothers three, which are the two that I've had them play, uh, pretty bad. Like they're pretty bad. Those games were hard, man. Like I had a lot they of are. games that I found, you know, not even like talking like Ninja Gaiden level hard, which is a game that I would not even attempt, but. Heck, I had like the Darkwing Duck game for NES, and that game was freaking hard, man. Like it was part like you had to jump from hook to hook, and like in, in all those games, you know, all those old style platformers, you fall, you die, pretty much, right? And I fell all the freaking time. 
<laughs> and you would like have one of those things where it's like, all right, I got to get all the way across the screen, you know, jumping to these little targets very carefully. And I would invariably get like halfway across and get so tense and like anxious about it that I would like miss one, like right before I got to the end and then just throw the controller across the room and anchor and never go back. Those were not, those were not good times for me. I would say uh, my kids are pretty bad. Like they can do the first couple levels of battle toads, but then they get to the turbo tunnel and they're really bad. That's, that's a, that's an old school battle toads reference. For, for those of you who know. That was a hard game. Well, no, it's it's supposed to be like one of the hardest it's, levels of yeah, any Nintendo nigh game un, of all time. Nigh unbeatable, I think. Yeah. Really, uh, yeah. Well, I, I wish your kids luck. Uh, <laughs> they haven't actually played Battlefield. Oh, okay. Lying. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I did love that so. game. <laughs> I do See, want I don't even uh, get these references. Man, yeah, the Nintendo situation. I, I every once in a while when I think about it, is like, man, I really would love to play like Mario Kart on my, I don't know, iPhone, Apple TV, whatever, uh, and. It, you know nintendo's had a lot of problems <laughs> they yeah. are not they're not printing money quite the way they used to mm-hmm. uh and so you know they've made sort of slow inroads have you guys played with the what is it the mitomo am i saying that right no i haven't but I've i have a lot of people I, talking about it i stopped yeah i, I basically really? tried once and i was like this i've i've already reached my saturation point after about 20 minutes with it oh i yeah. it's I mean, I'm with you. I I tried it for a couple of days because people kept talking about it, kept tweeting about it, and kept writing about it. I was like, all right, I'll keep trying this. Um, but it's it's kind of garbage. <laughs> it's, there's there's no point to it. It's not really a game, even right. It's almost kind of more like a yeah. It's like those. It's like a simulator, right? Like it's like it's sort of like Second Life or something, right? It's an you you have an avatar, you wander around, you see your friends. There are like mini games and stuff, but. It just feels like a thinly veiled, uh, like, like microtransaction machine. <laughs> um, oh. I don't even know if you have to put real money in it, but it's like a thing where you earn virtual currency by doing stuff in the game, and then you spend that virtual currency on outfits and stuff. And it's like, you know, mm. there are games like that where I, I, I played a crap ton of Destiny, and you could argue a lot of my friend Chain calls Destiny space dress up. And, you know, <laughs> there is entertainment to that, which is like, oh, I got this sweet new armor for my guy. Now I look like a, like a giant skull head or something. And, and that's entertaining, but there's more to the game than that. Um, mm. But I would love to see some of the Nintendo classics finally make their way to, you know, uh, some other platforms. And Apple seems like know. a great choice there. I just yeah. wonder how well they play. Um, Hank, so Hank over the also over the weekend, his, his um, DS finally gave up the ghost, um, and he's got such an investment in it. I'm sorry you know, for he's your got loss. so many games sitting around. Uh, well, he's rough on things, <laughs> so it's kind of surprising it took this long. Um, but so I, so you know, he's just got so many games, and he still likes to play them. And I, so I got online because at first I thought, well, maybe we can get it fixed, but they don't even fix them anymore, um, and. And, and it's, you know, it's pretty, I mean, like the upper screen is basically just toast. So, um, but they sell refurbished ones for just like 115 bucks. So he doesn't know this yet, but I bought him a refurbished one. God, you are the biggest softy. Let I me know, guess that I really was, am. That was with your money too? <laughs> that was with my, yes. That, no, it was with yours. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you telling me with all the advances we've made in technology, we can't make like Mario Kart 64 run on my iPhone? Is that, that's not a thing? I'm sure it is a thing. I'm absolutely sure that people have done that. Yeah. Why can't but I have it? I just then? like the controls. The touch controls are not nearly as. I'm just not sure that it would work as well. I don't stand as in the way of my dreams, John. Physical. I know. I know. Mario Kart 64 is 
probably the in the top two of most fun Mario Karts. It's it's pretty awesome. So the problem is like I have that on the the Wii as well, right? But my kids have seen the Mario Kart Wii game, mm-hmm. and they're like, "But the other one looks so much better, Daddy." Like this one looks ridiculous, which it does. <laughs> it, you know, it looks it looks like a Nintendo sixty four game, um, and they don't get like, no, the gameplay is actually better here. Like these cars are more fun to drive. Yeah, yeah as long as they don't play the Super Nintendo version, which is kind of terrible. Well, this is, I mean, like the same. I mean, with the Incident and Chalaxian, they're both like throwback games yeah. that don't have. Like amazing graphics but they're incredibly fun to play i will I, I put my kids in front of the original super mario brothers you're like wow this kind of looks like uh mine minecraft and uh and flappy bird i'm like oh yeah this game totally ripped off those two design aesthetics <laughs> someone should should sue yeah there, should, there ought to be a law uh time travel intellectual property theft is truly a burgeoning <laughs> industry <laughs> My, one kid walked in was like, is that Minecraft? No, it is not Minecraft. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of the family. <laughs> Where are your... Oh, it's your children. I thought it was just a random child wandering through your house. <laughs> Who are no, you? Why are kids. you here? I allow my kids free uh, free walking throughout the entire home. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> free bold range. of you. Free range within the home. Yeah. It's a big home, though. But and they get both acres. That's fine. <laughs> all wings? <laughs> all wings. I wasn't even allowed in all the wings. <laughs> you were never in this house. That's true. He wasn't even allowed in the house. Yeah. Right. Jeez. I mean, you weren't yeah. allowed over the threshold. Well, <laughs> he wouldn't let me carry him. So I was like, pond. no. would be good for you. <laughs> We've learned a lot about technology today. <laughs> Have <laughs> we? We could talk about um, the, put, the the encryption law faltering, but I don't know if it really... I, think, I, don't, know, I don't know if it really... Is. It sounds like we... <laughs> that sounds, like, sounds, that like, sounds like a real topic that might require actual yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I know. It sounds too serious <laughs> for, this, for this group. <laughs> let me ask you this, then. I have one more question on the Apple TV. Are, are you happy with the, uh, is the navigation on the new Apple TVs that you guys use, is it different from what I'm using on my older Apple TV? Yes and or is no, is what I would say. Here's the thing. I have a universal remote, uh, Logitech, that I like. I bought a new one along with a smart hub. I like this one because it's way freaking simpler than the old Logitech one I had, which had like the, that like LCD screen on it. This yeah. is just buttons. It's simple. I think, in fact, somebody recommended to me from this show, like I was talking about, I wanted a simpler remote. It's great. I like it a lot. It has a couple minor problems when it comes to navigating the Apple TV. It just has a D-pad on it, right? And so the new Apple TV has that sort of touchpad thing. In most cases, this is fine. If you're navigating a menu, you're great. Not a problem. When you need to skip or seek to a certain part of a file, it does not work very well. Because the Mm -hmm. Apple TV is set up to expect you to have like a touchpad where you can essentially move the little, you know, time in uh, uh, playhead, you know, essentially where you want it and then click and press right. And that actually works pretty well for the most part. I like that. But the problem is every time I want to do it, I have to dig out the Apple TV remote because there's just no way that it, it doesn't emulate it well. It doesn't even like fail gracefully into like, I'm going to click it and it's going to give me like the old fast forward thing. A lot of times it's just like, oh yeah, click. Sure. We're just going to go to the end of this video file. Like that was not, not at all what I wanted. Uh, the other <laughs> problem I run into is it doesn't, and this, I think these are both Logitech failings for the most part. Um, the other part is it doesn't emulate double clicks. So mm. when I occasionally need to bring up the multitasking interface so I can force quit an app, there is no way to do that. <laughs> I have to get out the Apple TV remote. Other than those two hmm. circumstances, it's basically exactly the same as what you have now. Okay, because w- one of my objections is like we've been watching um, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and we're going through the first season, and we have it all 
via iTunes. So we're using the Apple TV. And it just feels like the navigation in terms of, hey, I'm on the main screen. Now let me go into TV. And now let me go into purchase. And now let me go to this show. And knowing, and like, it feels like it's, it's a step behind some of the other, and I don't want to restart our set-top box wars of, of last year, but it just feels like many died. A lot, a lot of clicks or presses or whatever the hell it is, and that it's a little bit less on my side. Like it's it's every time we start it up, it's usually like, hey, I'm on the last episode you were on. Whereas like Netflix would automatically put me on, you know, the following episode if I was in if there were 30 seconds or fewer remaining in the episode we had abandoned, right? Like we don't watch through the end credits necessarily. So I don't know. It just feels like it's a lot of clicks. I wanted to know if it's any better on the new Apple TV or if that part of like the hierarchy of getting into your shows and then how it advances you through them, if that's the same or different, like the episode ends and you want to watch the second one. I find I have to go back and then, you know, choose a different episode and then go to that episode and then make into it where like Netflix and things are like, Hey, let me just start showing you the next episode. I don't watch enough stuff on iTunes to know how it works. This may be more of an iTunes issue than an Apple TV issue. I think it shows you the next one. I think it's hard to get, into so like if you want to if you're outside of the app and you want to get in and say i want to start at season because we had this problem with watching uh, king of the hill hank got into king of the hill and so it was like we want to start at season four episode three or something like that it's that part is hard um but then once you get in it's like okay you were just watching that you probably want to watch episode four now of season four so it does it continues well but it, i think it's difficult to get to that point yeah so. all right this so one to make sure it's not just basically. me everything stinks yeah all right we can end the show now now that we've agreed <laughs> once again that everything stinks forever fine once we made lex happy we can end the show I never said I was happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just to be clear. Touche. <laughs> 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 <laughs>